What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video, and back with the final Mock Draft Monday of the season. Next week, we'll be starting in-season content, kind of wild. I actually, uh, earlier today, was working on the week one rankings. That is how close we are. Week one rankings are already actually made. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of things that we're going to be playing with, but probably later on Monday, if you guys check the site, there'll be week one rankings up. So, today, with our last Mock Draft, I figured we'd go over uh, probably the biggest question I've been getting recently. Everyone's figuring out their picks, um, what they're going to be you know, drafting. A lot of you drafted this weekend. Congratulations for that. Um, but a lot of you draft this week, draft this coming weekend, and many of you will get the three pick. And the three pick is difficult because everyone knows McCaffrey and Taylor should be one and two. Depends on your format, maybe like, and your kind of your preference, what you take one and two. But those two should go off the board back to back. If that doesn't happen, celebrate. Just take whichever one happens to be there. But it's probably going to happen. So you're going to be sitting there. And the question I always get is, well, Austin Eckler is like the consensus third running back and I guess non-standard formats. We're going to assume half BPR for this one. So it's Austin Eckler or it's Justin Jefferson or Cup. Your preference there. My preference is Justin Jefferson. And everyone points to the fact that we want to start off running back, running back. So should they reach for Eckler, even though in my projections, like I would have to kind of tank Jefferson to what I'm expecting for it to not be him as the pick. And people just point to the fact that it's like it forces you into RB0. And it does. Like I'm not going to you know, deny that. When you start off with Justin Jefferson, you're going to get to like the back half of the second round. And it is possible all the running backs are gone again. And you're going to kind of be forced into an RB0 bill, with pe which people just like don't really prefer. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through two scenarios. We'll kind of like compare the teams. Not necessarily just look at the team grade they gave us, but kind of think about which team we do prefer. And maybe you can use this to kind of make that decision. Now, going into this, my thought is um, I actually, I'm in three leagues. I don't have the three pick in any of them. Um, actually, one of them I don't know yet, but I'm probably not going to get the three pick in that one. Um, but if you have this decision, if I did have the decision, I was drafting, my lean right now is to take Justin Jefferson, hope a running back's there at the next pick. If not, we'll figure out what to do. It is not the end of the world uh, if you do start off with two non-running back picks, but I understand the concern that your running back's going to be really, really bad, so we'll go over that. So again, we're going to do a draft, 12 teams from the three spot, and half PPR scoring. Uh, and it's going to be a normal setup, two running back, two wide receiver, um, one flex, seven bench, defense, no kicker, one quarterback, one tight end. We're going to value running back slightly highly, uh, quarterbacks on high. Um, I have selected fantasy pros experts. We'll see when we start off. Obviously, also if Justin Jefferson gets taken, like we're, we're taking Jefferson here, so I'm just going to alter what the what the draft board says. Like obviously, we'd be jumping for joy again if McCaffrey, um, oh god, MC, MCC, um, if that actually happened, we'd obviously love it. But again, for this exercise, round one, the goal round, what we do here is going to be um, the Jefferson build. Then I'm just going to like replay the draft basically and we're going to take Eckler and we'll see how things work out so let's take Justin Jefferson uh, again at our next pick it's relatively likely most learning max are gone what you're probably looking at is the trio of Javonta Williams Leonard Fournette and Nick Chubb that's like your best bet as to what is going to be there so as you can kind of see I guess I can just pull this back up um I would say a zero percent chance that is not zero maybe like a 90 9% chance that after you go, Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Mixon, Henry, Najee, Saquon, Swift, Kamara Jones. 
that what six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. So the top 11 running backs, that's going to be off the board when it gets to your pick. Don't expect that to be there. But what will probably be there is one of Javonta Williams, Leonard Fournette, and Nick Chubb. Now, you guys have heard me say I prefer Nick Chubb in the third round. So you're really hoping that one of Williams or Fournette falls to you with this pick. If that doesn't happen, it basically means that people went really running back heavy and that you're going to get not one of the top five wide receivers because you know Jefferson, Chase, Cup, Diggs, and Adams would be off the board. But you'll get one of this like next kind of duo of C.D. Lamb and Mike Evans. So that would be really nicely. Um, it could, I mean, I guess it's, yeah, it's not even possible like looking at the amount of people. I was going to say maybe if people went really running back heavy, one of Kelsey or Andrews does fall to you. Uh, some people have been asking about that. Absolutely. I'm fine starting off. Justin Jefferson and like Mark Andrews and then seeing what's there at the next pick if it just so happened that like a billion running backs off the board in this build we have the Fournette pick we can take it so you take Fournette and then you see um, kind of what is there after that what is likely going to happen is that Chubb will probably be off the board you're going to see basically this like trio of wide receivers go and then you're going to start off with picking your wide receivers I'll put wide receiver over here you're going to have like Tyreek Hill, uh, T. Higgins, Michael Pittman Jr., Keenan Allen. Um, you guys know our choice. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Tyreek Hill. I can pull up in the rankings. Um, yeah, Tyreek Hill, if he wasn't there, we'd go with our um, Higgins versus Pittman, which we talked about last week, is Pittman. So that's a, a general start, and you'd be pretty happy with that build. The next question people ask is, is that three pick? Let's say you got like one of Williams or Fournette. What do you do at running back? Do you basically reach for this next grouping? And my answer is no. All of this like James Conner, Zeke Hall, Etienne, Akers, Montgomery, those like six are not early round, early third round picks to me. They're just like not, um, I don't have enough confidence in them. I don't like um, their like floor ceiling combination enough. And so I wouldn't. I would say we're, we're not going with that there. Um, I would look to tight end and say Pitts. You guys know Pitts. I kind of prefer in that like mid to late third round. But if you really wanted to lock in a top end tight end, Pitts would be your option. But the most likely scenario, again, is you start off with wide receiver. Now, what do you do, though, if you didn't get that Fournette and Williams pick here? Because basically, like for the rest of this draft, if I took Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Leonard Fournette, you can kind of imagine the things that I'm doing. Um, we're going to go through. I mean, I guess... All right, I'll just do it. I'll do it very quickly. We'll click through the names. I'll get through round like eight, something like that, because then after round eight, we're, we're imagining it's going to be a relatively normal finish. And then I'm going to go back and do a scenario where we didn't get Javonta Williams, we didn't get Fournette, and we don't want to risk it with Chubb in round two. And we'll end up going Jefferson, and then like a wide receiver is probably most likely. We'll see kind of how the teams differ doing that. Should I maybe... Maybe I'll do it all the way through. We'll see. We'll see how long it takes. I was going to say maybe we just like rip through like, goodness, that would end up being three drafts because we have to go back and do the Austin Eckler build as well. But I really want to show you guys different ways you can kind of construct a Jefferson build because I do believe the Jefferson build is the correct one. So, but that also means we're going to have to go uh, a little bit fast through these because we're not going to sit here for like three hours and do all these drafts. So, again, the team started off Justin Jefferson, Leonard Fournette, Tyreek Hill. We come over. 
we are in the late fourth round. We're going to have a wraparound pick into five. Should I? I feel like I'm just going to pull up the, the whole draft board here. Okay. Running backs. Not in love, but you guys know we like A.J. Dillon. Um, we like Rashad Penny. We like Ramondre Stevenson. We like Damian Pierce. Um, I would say for those of you drafting right now, you're probably going to have to draft Damian Pierce if you're drafting from the spot at like the 6'10". Um, 6'10", 703. I don't think he makes it to 810. So one of these two picks probably has to be there. And don't be shocked if someone takes him in round five. That's kind of... And I'll make sure that happens. I, I will make sure we don't get him in like round 10 here. Wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, um, kind of up there at the top, Gabriel Davis. Um, I can check who the top wide receiver is in the rankings. Um, they're gone, they're gone, they're gone. Cortland Sutton's definitely gone. Yep, Sutton's gone. Um, Allen Robinson. So our choice here is we could take Allen Robinson. Or we could take our top running back, uh, which would be A.J. Dillon. The rankings have A.J. Dillon anyways as a better pick. We started off with Justin Jefferson. We need to go back to, you know, quality running backs. Like we only have Leonard Fournette. So we'll take A.J. Dillon. Round four. In round five, uh, not too many should come off the board. Yeah, Waller goes. Um, This is kind of where we consider... Kittle and Waller, and you guys know I like builds that do start off with that tight end. Uh, Kittle now actually will be the top player in the rankings. He's at 405, like a mid-fourth round pick. Um, I do prefer the top three, Mark Andrews and Kelsey. But again, like I said, you're probably not getting that with like this pick here. Like they'll, They're probably going to go early, mid-second round. And I don't really want Pitts in the early third. I want him in more of the mid and late third round. So you're probably just not getting one of them, and you're probably going to have to rely on this 503 pick to take one of Waller and Kittle. As you guys know, um, I think I talked about in the Saturday video, I moved Kittle one spot ahead of Darren Waller uh, just because of his hamstring injury. Now, if he came back fully healthy, maybe I changed that. Um, and I did drop both of them just like a little bit in the rankings, but that's still um, good picks here. So having started off with Fournette and A.J. Dillon, unless there was a running back that was like screaming to you, which I don't think there is. I think you do chance it with Pierce and try and get him in 6'11". If there's a wide receiver screaming at you, I mean, Allen Robinson I love, um, Cooks I love, but even looking at them, um, I do still have Kittle a little bit ahead. And if we're trying to build that team that has like that elite ceiling, I think you just grab Kittle in this spot. So we will wait. Uh, there will be a lot of picks that come off the board before us in the next one. I wish you could just like zip through them. Um so a lot of wide receivers off the board. Um, as I said, this is probably the spot where you're taking Damian Pierce. So we'll draft him at the 610. And then we'll probably go back to wide receiver after that. And maybe we'll stop after here. I'm trying to think about like live what the, the best way to do that is. Um, we'll see who the quarterbacks are. Kyler, Hurts, Barry. This is probably actually a really good spot to take quarterback. Because we kind of starting to see everyone start gravitating towards the quarterback position. Who would our top quarterback be? Um, Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts at 703. If I have Jalen Hurts in the rankings at 608, that's a nice value. Um, yeah, we could wait, but we have a long time. Looks like a lot are going to come off the board. Yeah. Take Jalen Hurts. All right. I've decided we're just going to rip through. 
So we're gonna finish. We're gonna finish off this draft. We'll see what our team grade is. Um, again, I really don't think you guys should be like focusing too much on that because you're trying to build like trying to build a team sometimes to the future, and sometimes they don't like appreciate that in the in the team grades. But again, we start off with Jefferson. We have Jefferson. We have Tyreek Hill, running backs: Leonard Fournette, AJ Dillon, Damian Pierce, tight end Kittle, quarterback Jalen Hurts. That's a very, very solid start. I will, again, finish off this team by just kind of ripping through names, but understand that we're now at an even build. We have three running backs like the first six rounds. We've got two stud wide receivers. Like We've got tight end locked up, quarterback locked up. At this point, it didn't matter that you went with Jefferson. You're like good to go, really. Like You can kind of do whatever you want. You want to go with more running backs. You want to go with wide receivers. Do however you want to, to finish off the draft. Um, I will start clicking. I think if I go to this screen, um, it'll allow me to to do that. So, no, I feel like it's a waste of time. We won't, we won't even do the click. We're just going to go. I showed you guys how to, how to do it. Um, we're going to adjust. So, we'll go back. That's kind of how you'd start things off. Let's pretend that this team right here went with Leonard Fournette. I just don't want to waste your time by just, like, clicking random names and, you know, because if we're, if we're going to draft that far, we better talk about it. I feel like the strategy aspect helps a little bit more. So we go back. Now Fournette's off the board. Now Javonta Williams is off the board. And we like Chubb in round three. So we're like, oh, no. We don't have a running back option. Uh, we don't have a tight end option because we're definitely not taking Pitts in round two. We are forced at this point into wide receiver. Um, I actually don't know between Evans and Debo. I'm pretty sure Evans is. C.D. Lamb is off the board. Um, no, it is Debo by like a hair. It, it's like Debo, Tyreek Hill, Evans, um, a little drop down into like AJ Brown and Pittman. Uh, but it is Debo as the, the top wide receiver. So not the end of the world. Okay. We take Debo. Definitely a chance Chubb comes off the board. And now this is when people freak out because they're like, okay, I should have taken Austin Eckler. Right, if I had just taken Eckler, I would have had Eckler, I would have had Debo, I can do Tyree Kill, and you just like your build a little bit more. So maybe that'll be the answer. This is the one where we're gonna go through the whole draft and we can compare the teams at the end having taken Eckler. So I wanted this scenario to happen. Um, so let's do that. Let's go through this draft. Assuming we're gonna start off Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, Tyree Kill. Now your wide receiver core is awesome. Uh, you now are basically locked into wide receiver is going to be your flex for like the entire season, right? I mean, Tyreek Hill is going to beat out whichever like third running back we're going to end up drafting on this team. And so we're loaded at wide receiver. Can we figure out the running back position? Again, fifth round for tight end. So we'll see if Kittle or Waller again make it to us. Um, but running back needs to be an option. Um, let's do the same thing. Let's take... AJ Dillon here. Um, okay, the same thing works out again. Um, I would honestly say I would continue the same way. I would take Kittle. I would hope that um, Damian Pierce can make it to you at the next pick, which let's see if he does. He does. So we'll take Damian Pierce. Hope that that, like, I don't think it's worth risking these, like, few spots. Just take him. Um, and then I actually don't know who the running back would be. 
My guess is that it is Rashad Penny. He, I mean, with Walker potentially missing time, at least starting late, I, I'd be pretty surprised if Penny wasn't my top. Running back here, uh, Pierce, Chase Edmonds is off the board, right? Yeah, Chase Edmonds went relatively early. Um, Pollard. Pollard edges out Penny by like three points across the entire season. I think for this build, and actually that's like an interesting kind of thing, uh, not to deviate too much. Sometimes like different builds kind of go with different players. Had we gone running back early and we weren't really starting this running back or have the potential to start this running back, I would probably go with Penny and or go with um, Pollard and just say, you know, this is someone who can consistently get me some points, but has that like insane upside of Zeke went down. For this pick, I'm hoping that like I'm drafting this person that like is going to consistently, you know, be rotated in with Pierce and Dylan, and especially someone that maybe can start the season a little bit hot. And if Walker is going to miss time to start the year, be slow to start the year, I mean, Penny has a chance to get like 20 touches to start the season. And so I kind of need that with a semi RB0 build. This is not RB0, um, but I kind of need that upset a little bit more. So I would actually take Penny under this build and not. Pollard because I want that person who to start the year like I don't think I can put Pollard in there to start the year and going to be posting like insane numbers just missed out on Brian Robinson that's a little sad um so again our team so far now we're through round seven I know we started off Jefferson Debo and Tyreek Hill but now we've got AJ Dillon Damian Pierce Rashad Penny running back we've still got George Kittle um I think that was a change so in that last draft we went with Jalen Hurts at this pick I think that Grabbing that third running back under this build makes a lot more sense. Uh, we didn't want to have only Dylan and Pierce. I'd feel comfortable with that, uh, but not like overly comfortable. I kind of want that extra running back in there. Um, I would really prefer if we could get like a really solid quarterback here uh, in the rankings. It's Wilson. Wilson's at 803. We're at 810. Um, the two teams in front of us have Dak Prescott and Justin Herbert. So you can feel pretty confident they're not both going to take a quarterback. So you would take quarterback at your 903 pick. So we wouldn't have to do that there. Um, running backs, absolutely getting very thin. Uh, it would have been a slam dunk pick taking Brian Robinson at this spot. Uh, now it is probably Melvin Gordon. Um, yep, yeah, Melvin Gordon, running back 38, 810 in the ranking. So that's like perfect. Because um, yeah, Hunt's gone. Uh, Sanders is gone. Damien Harris gone, Elijah Mitchell gone. Okay. So we will take Melvin Gordon. Again, just trying to get extra running backs that can kind of fill that void there. Um, I do think, again, it would be best for our team to secure like a, a really high-end quarterback here. We love round six through nine for the quarterback position. It's not really worth risking that all those players are going to be gone, and now we're waiting even longer. Um, we've kind of, you can almost say you, you like, you waited on running back. You don't want to just wait on two positions. You want to like pick one. And so because we waited until round four at running back, I don't want to like also abandon quarterback like anti end Cause now it's just like, I'm abandoning all these positions. It's like, yeah, I have a sick wide receiver core, but you know, how far is that really going to get me? So the team again, Justin Jefferson, Debo, Terry kill. We have not gone with wide receivers since then. We can get wide receivers a little, a little bit later on. We're done at quarterback with Wilson. We're done at tight end with Kittle. And a running backs, Dylan, Pierce, Penny, Gordon. Uh, I think you could honestly go with either running back or wide receiver at this next pick. Um, 
Hines would be a really good option, a very consistent guy we could just throw in there. He's going to get us some points. He's going to have some upside. Um, and he's also like a lot better than all the other running backs I see on the board. So I'm thinking Hines will be our pick unless we see something that we're just like in love with the wide receiver, which we do not. So take Hines. Um, at 11, I mean, I feel like the odds are we're just going to end up taking, uh, well, I mean, you could take Madison here. And we're just like, hey, we, we've just grabbed, you know, uh, pass catching back, you know, someone who can rotate in as a running back two, um, three running backs that have like running back one upside. Maybe we take our handcuff in Madison. We've really just like filled out, you know, a bunch of potential options because I'm looking at like it's Madison. It's Khalil Herbert. It's Zamir White. And then it's not really anyone. I mean, after that, I, I don't really want to roster many of these running backs. We'll have defense here. We'll probably want two. We're probably only going to draft like one, maybe two more running backs. Um, I'm kind of curious who I have between Madison and Herbert. It's really just going to depend on injuries, which one of them uh, does better. I think Herbert on average probably does better than uh, than Madison. But I have, yeah, I have Madison higher in the rankings, I think. Let's like scroll past it. Um probably for that upside although now i can't even find herbert so it makes no no okay herbert's there yeah so madison it's probably factoring in like that potential if uh if we get some time missed for um cook so now we're done actually we're probably done wide receiver you probably are done running back you probably double dip triple dip at wide receiver just taking some really high up, upside guys uh so guys we like palmer uh, KJ Osborne, um, Wandale, Isaiah McKenzie. I would say you would lock up Palmer here. You'd probably take McKenzie in round 13, even though they have him down here. He's going to be super low on like every platform. Um, and then I guess Osborne, if he was there, maybe Alec Pierce. Um, yeah, Alec Pierce. Who do I have between? I'll check Wandale versus Pierce. Wandale. Scroll a little bit. I guess there's a lot of people with WAN. Uh, 59 for wide receiver. Alec Pierce, 65. So we have Wandale a little bit ahead, especially with how bad Galladay's looked. Uh, that probably makes sense. All right. So that's how we do this build, and then we will start off. I'm hoping it'll let me go back and change picks. Um, oh, I did a, I did an extra run actually on. Uh, I went through and adjusted all the defense rankings because um, I had done it once in the past, but I wanted to make sure it was like really good to go for everyone that was drafting this past weekend. Um, I don't think they're going to change another time, um, but the Packers are up to two. So the Packers are phenomenal defense. Um, not necessarily an easy week one at Vikings, but they're such a good defense, and they get versus Bears in week two. They're going to rip the Bears to shreds. Is it, at Bucks in week three is tough, but Bucks offensive line struggling. They might get good there. And then versus the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots have not looked good, um, but it's really that, that versus Bears game and just the fact that they're like really, really good. Um, so again, please don't look at the team grade. That's about to show up. Um, we got roasted for 
the Packers pick, we got roasted for uh, a lot of these wide receivers later on. But this is the, the general build, and I'll hope I can go back and kind of change it. So if you take Justin Jefferson and you're forced to take wide receiver, you didn't get lucky with the running back value. A build can be Russell Wilson, A.J. Dillon, Damian Pierce, Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Tyree Kill, Packers defense, then Penny, Melvin Gordon, Heem Hines, Alexander Madison, Palmer, McKenzie, and Wandale to close things off. That is a potential build. But how can things change? Oh my goodness. There we go. How can things change if we redo this pick and we make it Eckler? How does the build come out differently? Um, we'll again have the option of running back if one of them falls to us. Um, I kind of don't want to allow that to happen because we're comparing it to a team that didn't have that happen at the other spot. Um, so let's again change this to Fournette. Um, again, just to reiterate everything there, we're taking these two. Whether you want to go with Eckler, you want to go with Justin Jefferson, I think in that round two spot, you're taking Javonta Williams or Leonard Fournette. I just think that's what you're doing. Um, so again, just like with the last one, we'll take Debo. And we'll see how things kind of snake through the draft, having done this. At running back, I don't want to reach on any of these options, so I'm not going to go there. And I don't think I want to reach on Kyle Pitts in the early third. So we'll again go with Tyree Kill. And we'll see what's available at this 410. If it's the top running back, we might go again with A.J. Dillon. Yeah, A.J. Dillon or Allen Robinson, I feel like Dillon would be the correct pick. So we'll go with him. 503, I've built an even team. So why don't we go again with Kittle? I have Debo and Tyreek Hill. So in round six, why don't we go with Damian Pierce? I do like that the system is allowing the the same picks to happen so we can like really see you know what the differences are uh, between these two teams. Um, now we're here in round seven. This was the one where we considered Hertz. So it's basically Hertz here or Wilson here. Um, we have Debo and Tyree Kill at running back. We have Eckler, AJ Dillon, and Damian Pierce. Kittle at tight end. Wide receiver options, if we wanted it here, are like fine, but it's like Juju, Cooper, Thielen, Ayuk. I don't think we need any of that. Running back, I also don't think we need. So I feel like this is like kind of a luxury pick, and we'll take Jalen Hurts. After this, we now again no longer need a quarterback, no longer need a tight end. We probably prefer a wide receiver. Um, thinking Thielen is our top option. Let's get rid of that and let's sort by wide receivers here. Uh, Thielen is ahead of Renfro. All right. Beautiful. Draft Adam Thielen. Oof. Yeah, Renfro, Tony, Olave, Hopkins, all uh, pretty darn good options that we could have gotten. Um, who's at running back here? This was when we went... Did we go with Melvin Gordon with this pick? I think we went with Melvin Gordon with this 903. And I'm thinking if you've got 
Yeah, if you've got Debo, Tyree Kill, and Adam Thielen, Eckler, Dylan, and Pierce, you're probably leaning running back, especially if it's a drop-off. I mean, I guess Lockett would be fine. Lockett's probably the only option that I'd be like in love with here. Also, quick shout out, uh, if you are playing on um, like ESPN, Sleeper, Yahoo, you're going to get way better values than this. So you honestly might not even need this video. This is assuming like, this, these are rankings that like people that are paying attention have put together. Um, like if you're playing on ESPN, it's a joke. I mean, you don't even need draft strategy. You're just taking these top players and you're going to get like this insane build. Um, and actually on Wednesday, I'm going to be posting a video that's like the best values on these different platforms. So depending on what you're playing on, um, what are like the picks that are just egregiously mispriced on those platforms. Um, but like if you got to this pick, you're probably not picking between Lockett, Burks, Claypool. You're probably picking between more like sixth and seventh round wide receivers. And you're just going to build like a, a super team. I have seen the builds you guys have put together and it is like a little bit unfair. Um, but yeah, I, I think you'd be leaning a little bit more towards running back if those were your options. So we'll take Melvin Gordon. Um, and I think you just kind of flip-flop at this point. You, you don't really allow anything to get um, too much towards running back or wide receiver. You're just going to flip-flop all the way through the rest of the draft. Um, again, considering that, like, Hines-Madison, um, Myers wouldn't be a bad pick here. Um, that whole, But then you kind of look at this whole range of, like, Neil Collins, Palmer, like, all of them, and it's like, they're so free that actually I feel like you would just go, you would just go with Hines. You just grab Madison with the next pick, like just lock up these running backs. Yeah, I, I said flip-flop, but you just kind of think about how many of these wide receivers late in drafts are like free. That should probably all be going in the top like nine rounds. And it's like, you know, just start taking them. So we'll finish the draft the exact same way. Um, I feel like I should have like taken a screenshot that would have been an intelligent thing to do. Would have been to take a screenshot of the two drafts uh, and like you know, so I could like post the other one on the screen, so you guys could like really see. You can just go back. You guys have the uh, the option to use time uh, and just go back, see what the draft was, and then kind of compare the two of them. Uh, but I'll do my best to remember what happened. But a lot of these picks were exactly the same, so not that much actually changed. Pull up defense here. Grab the Packers. Curious what the team grade actually is going to be. Is it going to be better? 93. Hey, we got actually a better team in this one. So the only difference, if I remember, team that took Jefferson early, downgraded at quarterback from Jalen Hurts into Russell Wilson. Not a huge downgrade, but it was what? Like one round? Had to take quarterback one round later. Upgraded running back from, I guess technically it was starting A.J. Dillon and Damian Pierce at the running back spot. So it's Eckler almost got upgraded. I mean, all it really is, is Dillon and Pierce move into running back. Eckler moves into flex, and you're saying, would you rather start Austin Eckler or Justin Jefferson in the flex? Which the obvious answer is Justin Jefferson. So given just that team dynamic right there, you prefer Jefferson. What it does kind of allow you to do, though, is it gave us that one extra spot to upgrade our quarterback as well. 
And then bench, all of that was the same besides Thielen. Who was Thielen? Thielen was not part of the first build. What did we do? We, I don't know. But that's the only difference. So you guys can go back. You can see what that pick was. But the difference is Thielen, Hertz, and Eckler versus Wilson, Justin Jefferson, and whoever that other bench option was. This system likes what we did here. Again, I don't love how they do the team grades. And I want you to understand that Justin Jefferson is the safest pick you can make in drafts this year. He could have 2,000 receiving yards. And if you could start every single week with Justin Jefferson, Debo Samuel, and Tyreek Hill, you have an upside to where that just wins you the week. All those guys are capable of 30. And Jefferson's going to hit that regularly this season. And so if you have 30 from Jefferson, 20 from Tyreek, 20 from Debo, does it really matter that your running back core downgraded a little bit and like Dylan Pierce are still going to be relatively consistent producers? If you're drafting on ESPN, Yahoo, all that stuff, you're going to get really good running backs on your bench. So I'm personally still team Justin Jefferson. You've kind of seen especially how it can work out if you have Jefferson with like um, Leonard Fournette or Javonta Williams. If they're able to fall to you, you can still build a really good team there. But that is the two things you can do. That's your decision. I can tell you this. You're not going to lose your league uh, dependent on what you did for this decision. So if you happen to go in like a slightly different direction and you wanted to go with Austin Eckler here, or here, I guess, instead of Justin Jefferson, you're reaching a few spots. Just do it. If you do enough mock drafts to where you're like, I understand what you're saying. I love Justin Jefferson, but like, I need to take Eckler here because I hate my team when I don't then take Austin Eckler. It is okay to reach multiple spots in the rankings if it's you know something you've practiced in mock drafts and makes sense to you. So if you look at these two builds, you much prefer the other one, go with that. I'm like, part of me wants to just redo this for you guys and just see the team that we would have gotten had we allowed the value to happen with, uh, with Leonard Fournette. So I think we're going to stay live for another like three minutes. Because I I really I really like that I don't know I like that the system locked into the players you're getting because now again we know we've we've kind of walked through this this is what we're doing this is the build that's happening these are the players that we would have drafted in each one and I'm just very curious you know maybe you guys honestly I'm just gonna talk for like a few seconds while we we click these buttons here uh, but um, you can skip you know two minutes that's what I would do. I wouldn't waste your time listening to me talk right now. Uh, but I would skip a few minutes, see what uh, the build ends up being. This one, would you go with Allen Robinson here? Probably. What did we usually make? Oh, we did Kittle with this pick. And I, I want to, I was going to say, I forgot what we were doing. I, I want to keep that consistent because I don't want to be changing like that strategy. That one's up to you guys though. If you want to take like Allen Robinson there, you don't prefer, you prefer like double dipping late for tight end. Um, just do what you like prefer at that spot. Pierce at 703. We'll go with Jalen Hurts at 810. 810. 
Was that the Melvin Gordon pick or was that a wide receiver? Oh, no, that was the um, Adam Thielen pick. But you probably wouldn't go with Thielen. As long as someone's remotely close in the rankings, you probably wouldn't want to go with Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Um, Ayuk's off the board. That would be my next one. Um, Amari Cooper's off the board. So I have it as Alan, oh, Alan Lazard. Is he also off the board? Where'd Lazard go in this? In this oh, Lazard went pretty early. Uh, Devonta Smith would be my next. So Devonta Smith at 174. Adam Thielen at 181. So we're looking at like seven points over an entire season for the difference. Uh, so I do prefer Adam Thielen. Uh, but... I think I would. I think I would go with Smith. I, I think I would lean away unless it was like if it was like a fifteen point projection difference. Maybe you'd go there. Um, I feel like I would go with Devonta Smith if I had Jefferson. All right. This was the Melvin Gordon pick. Uh, then we yeah we went with like Hines and Madison. I think. And also uh, Madison. I couldn't care less if you have like, uh, if you've got Justin Jefferson, if you've got uh, Kirk Cousins, if you've got. Uh, Adam Thielen, it, it it literally doesn't matter. You can take Madison. That's just backup. I don't even care a lot of times with like running backs and wide receivers. It's more two wide receivers on the same team. Um, it, you can do it, but it's not as ideal, especially because they'd be in my flex. I don't know. I would prefer not to. And I, I love Devonta Smith, so I'd prefer to do that. Okay, so we're almost there. We do Palmer... Uh, it's Palmer, McKenzie, Wandale. That's how we end this one. And then the Packers defense. And then we see what the team grade is on this one. Um, I feel like I should just be putting this into the, the team grade tool that like I have, but I mean, this is already an extremely long video, so I don't, <laughs> I don't think we need to subject you guys to that as well. And you guys can do that on your own. Many of you watching this have access, um, no 92, so close. So close to the 93. So there's the other build. This is the one where you took Justin Jefferson, one of Javonta Williams or um, Leonard Fournette, like we have on the screen here, is there. And your starting lineup is Jalen Hurts, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Dillon, Justin Jefferson, Tyree Kill, Kittle, Pierce, Packers, and then nice bench of Devonta Smith, Melvin Gordon, Hines, Madison, Palmer, McKenzie, and Wondell. And again, your benches are going to be phenomenal if you're drafting an ESPN sleeper Yahoo NFL especially in a hometown league and we will talk about that on Wednesday when I go over the best pick on all those platforms or I guess like probably like the five six I don't know how many five or six best picks on all those platforms um and then we will have tomorrow again 6 30 tomorrow not eight o'clock of draft at eight o'clock 6 30 eastern the um, asking any questions you guys have uh, doing the live underdog draft then that's the Wednesday video and then Thursday I don't know I also don't know when week one content is going to start but if you guys look on the site right now you might see week one rankings so that'll do it for this one hope you all enjoyed if you did how about hitting the like button how about subscribing to the channel if you're new here thanks for watching